Welcome to Journey to Authenticity. My name is Sarah Hart. Join me in the quest to uncover our true self and make aligned choices with relationships, purpose, spirituality, and body-mind. Together with my guests, we share the stories, practices, and perspectives on how we can all live an authentic life. Remove the mask, reveal the real you, and spread your light. So today I have on the show Bianca Downey, and we are going to be discussing open relationships, sexuality, and desire. And I'm really excited to have this juicy conversation. So welcome to the show, Bianca. Hi, thanks for having me. I think the first thing um, I'd just really like to know is how you would define what an open relationship is. Um, I think open relationships are unique to every individual and every relationship. And I guess for me, it's about not just having open relationships so you can sleep with other people, see other people, but also on a level of openness and communication across the board of a relationship, all the aspects. And different people can have it from one end of the spectrum where an open relationship is, it's all right if you sleep with other people, but I don't want to know about it, to the other end where people have multiple partners, live together, have kids together and juggle lots of different things, which is not something I've experienced or I think it sounds like a lot of effort. So not necessarily where I even want to take open relationships, but it's just about being able to have the freedom to experience everything in life and, and not feel like you're missing out or, you know, oh no, I can't do that because I'm in a relationship or my other half wouldn't like that. I hear that so often. Oh no, that's inappropriate. And I just think life's a bit too short to, to deny, deny yourself pleasure, whatever that is. Yeah, I think you touched on something quite important there. I think really so much of this is about social norms of what we are told and led to believe we should and shouldn't do. Mm. But I think now in this sort of modern day, it's like we're trying to redefine all of it. Yeah. Are you currently in an open relationship? Yes, I am. And what does that look like for you? So at the moment, I'm in an open relationship where you can see other people and it's working really well. It's probably the first relationship where I feel like I'm actually hitting my ideals and beliefs and actually going through all of the things I think should be in an open relationship. So being comfortable with who I am and talking about being with other people and communicating the management of that as well. So that's really nice. Yeah, I mean, that's brilliant. But when you say being with other people, for you, does that mean being in another relationship with someone or just sleeping with somebody? What does that mean to you? Either or. So it could be hanging out with someone, enjoying their time. It could be sleeping with someone as a one-off on a regular basis. And if something then turns into more than that, then you discuss it along the way and check that everyone's all right with that situation. I don't think you can really sort of plan these things and 
you don't really know what's going to happen in life and where things will go. Sure. But I suppose initially, is there a conversation that you have um, that is around boundaries between you two? How does that sort of conversation go? Okay. So for me, when I meet people, whether it's because I fancy them, or I'm going to go on a date with them, or I'm just chatting with people, I'm very open about that. That's how I choose or want to live my life in an open relationship. So no one's ever under the illusion when you go on a date with them, you know, they always know that that's how I am. So then when that starts, kind of just takes a path, there's no real <clears throat> discussion. You know, if I just so happen to have met someone that also thinks the same way as me. And in terms of boundaries, I think it's important to have them. It's important to discuss them, check whether you have any or not. But actually in the past, when I've set various rules regulations boundaries know this know that it just it's like you're setting yourself up for failure and disappointment um and actually the more rules and boundaries I think you put on an open relationship becomes not really open and given that it's about freedom to explore everything life has to offer desire sexual friendships um not conforming to the social norm it just becomes a weird kind of closed kind of open thing so for me the only boundaries I have and this is from experiences that I've had is no going with friends and safe sex with other people yeah I think that's probably a really good point as well there's maybe a misconception with this but mm-hmm. the safety becomes something that really needs to be at the center of it if there's going to be multiple partners involved for sure yeah saying that I hear my social uh, <laughs> conditioning because I think actually a load of single people that are looking for monogamous relationships don't necessarily put safety at the forefront but no they don't <laughs> um so yeah I'm myth busting myself here basically yeah Um, So, I mean, you said that in the past you'd had more strict rules. I think maybe this is the difference between a rule and a boundary. Mm. Um, What happened when you created more rules versus boundaries in the past with the relationships? All the rules got broken. So my first attempt at an open relationship, it was, I'd been single for quite some time and um the person I was seeing said do do you want to be like together I'm like well for me that is still an open relationship and so let's try and navigate that if you're all right with that let's try and navigate that together and so we discussed our boundaries and I I call them rules because they seem a set of non-detailed rules rather than boundaries and they just all got broken and in what way so no, like we didn't really discuss the no friends thing, but then all of a sudden we were sleeping with friends and it got a bit messy. And I was like, okay, so can we not, can you not sleep with my friends anymore? Because it's getting a bit weird. And there was lots of lying, lots of cheating, lots of deceit, probably lots of unsafe sex that I didn't know about. And he still slept with my friends after that so it was it was it was a weird it was not a pleasant experience but it was an attempt 
And because I'd given him the space, I wanted that space back and I didn't get it. And, you know, I wanted the same, it to work both ways. And so I thought being in an open relationship, that this was all part of juggling it. But actually, if I was in a monogamous relationship, I wouldn't have put up with any of those things. Yeah. So it's kind of a steep learning curve to to navigate that. And it was, oh, you did this. I'm going to do this. It's not fair for you to go on a date tonight because I'm at home alone, all that kind of stuff. It just it wasn't relaxed. It wasn't open, you know, part of me for me, the enjoyment of having an open relationship is enjoying my partner's experiences. I want to know that they had fun or had a good time. And you talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Talk about it. I think it's great. It's really interesting. I, I mean, actually, just thinking about that with the previous relationship, mm. that we, we have an idea that an open relationship is completely liberated and free and there aren't, isn't that element of control or... Uh, jealousy and that's maybe one thing I would be very concerned about and a lot of people that um yeah how do you deal with jealousy I think if you are comfortable enough both of you has to it always has to be on both ways I can only talk about from my experience and how I felt I can't reflect on what was going through the other person's mind at the time but I think if you're both on the same page both open both relaxed, both comfortable, except that it's going to be a bit awkward at times to talk about things. It's all right to be jealous. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to say, hey, I'm jealous. But most people don't want to be or talk about that. And explain why you're jealous and have the other person put you at ease. And I think if you are jealous, you have to look at why. So it's really got you know there's nothing your other partner can really do is why are you jealous work on that yourself and then you can say to your partner okay this is why I'm jealous this might help me can you help me with this it's perfectly normal to feel like that but it's also normal to feel like that in a monogamous relationship as well having an open relationship you're just adding another dynamic to really a relationship it's no no different I think that's what seems so complicated about it, is having one monogamous relationship is hard enough and then compound mm-hmm. all these new dynamics and relationships on top of that seems a lot of effort. I think it makes for an easier and better relationship, personally, because and I can only talk about from what I hear my friends say that are in monogamous relationships and the, uh, the monogamous relationship I had it felt very secretive and not open and not comfortable. And I'm sure lots of people have monogamous relationships that are all of those things. But yeah, I think if you go back to basic human nature instincts to procreate, which is having sex, that's a strong desire. And unfortunately, men get tarnished with the the cheaters, you know, they cheat more than women or have bigger sex drives that isn't always the case but they seem to have that reputation and it's essentially a human instinct and nature to be attracted to people and want to have sex with them and be close with them doesn't mean you love your partner any less 
or love the life you have with your partner any less if you live with them and have kids or whatever. I think um, you saying that it reminds me of Esther Perel, which I know mm. uh, you've been a follower of that has yep. really brought a lot of this conversation into the mainstream and mm-hmm. has changed my perspective on this hugely and just opened my eyes to the reality that we are trying to seek everything within one person. Yeah, you know, We want to have this lifelong, we want to meet someone, they're the one, we settle down, we buy a house, we get married, we have kids, they are the perfect friend, companion, hot lover, good at house cleaning, all of it in one person. And what we previously would have got from an entire community. That's it. I um, I feel sorry for men. I think they have more, like, if we're talking about straight relationships. Mm. So they have to be a husband, meet all sexual desires, be your best friend, give you emotional support, give you advice and be a great dad and do the house cleaning and go out and provide for the family. Um, yeah, they've got a rough deal. And for the women? And for the women, I think for women, it's changed so much. So unfortunately, um, we, had, we didn't have a voice. You know, we were married off, kept had to put up with shit, whatever the man threw at them. And you just had to reproduce. And you were married quite young because we died younger. You had a shorter lifespan. You weren't really with that person for, I don't know, what are we, with someone like maybe 60 years or more now. Yeah. We live so much longer. Um, but yeah, women used to just, that was their job. They reproduced. And they would have way more kids because half of them probably wouldn't make it to adulthood anyway. Um, And they looked after the house and that is a full-time job. Now women have to do that and have a career and have a life all at the same time. So it's, they have different challenges. And I think it's amazing that whilst women are still fighting for more equal rights and pay and, and all those kind of things, we are able now to have of a voice and do all of the things we want to do not just be the wife and the the mum yeah and I think to explore that sexuality and desire and it Mm -hmm. be okay because you know I suppose men are celebrated for uh sleeping with you know Mm -hmm. people people Mm -hmm. and you know yeah they're celebrated for it whereas women are labeled a slut you know good choice of word there Sarah (laughs) Um, so I think, I think it's getting less and less, certainly, um, in the community of friends and the places that I go, it is, it's, there's not such a stigma for women sleeping around. And I think reclaiming the word slut as a positive thing for women is, is what I'm trying to do. And when I first started Open Relationships, someone recommended um, a book called The Ethical Slut to me. And I found it really helpful. And I think if anyone wants to start any form of open relationships, all the way up to polyamory, whatever spectrum, you should read that book. Um, And it covers how to manage emotions, feelings, jealousy, yeah, I'd strongly recommend that. What were, what were your biggest takeaways from that book? Um, 
owning your emotions, how to deal with them, that it's okay to sit at home, be alone, have the other person go out and have fun and and not feel insecure or worried. Just owning your emotions, being true. The more true you are to yourself and about how you feel, the more you can communicate that to your partner. And so I don't know what you would say to other people that have this idea that having open relationships, sleeping with multiple partners is just a way of avoiding intimacy and really connecting with people. No, not at all. I, for me personally, it's brought on me, it's brought me more deeper connections to people. And it's not always easy, but I genuinely want my partner to go out and experience all different types of connections, sexual experiences with other people. I'm going to get jealous at times, but I, that's what I want for my partner and want to also do myself. And I found that I have built much deeper connections um, with partners along the way because of that. And in an experience that you have had where you have found yourself being jealous mm. and you've asked yourself the question, like you said, why? Mm. What are the type of insecurities that have come up for you specifically? So jealousy is um, not something that's really come across my path personally that often until recently. Um, and so it's a new experience for me to be in an open relationship and genuinely feel a bit jealous and I've done some reflection on it and it's I don't feel threatened by another person but it's it's not knowing what they've got with that other person not having a label or an understanding and actually when I talked to my partner and got a better understanding of what their other relationship was and what the dynamic was, I felt much better about it. So it's more about just the unknown. Yeah. So for for me, I've never been jealous of my partners sleeping with other people. Only in times where perhaps a relationship is coming to an end and they're sleeping with other people and you know your relationship's breaking down. Nothing to do with the open part, just the actual relationship is not where you want it to be I get upset and I get a bit jealous oh they're spending time with other people and our relationship isn't where I want it to be so those are I think the the times that I I get jealous the uncertainty of things so being secure between the two of you obviously very Mm. important Mm -hmm. and and just exposing it then just to be Mm. able to talk about it bringing it to light yeah so I know you said that you're you don't tend to be too jealous Mm. But do you still think that you can have an open relationship if you are a jealous person or if you have a tendency to be jealous? I, I think from what I've seen of jealous people, it would drive them nuts. If they, re- they would have to go away and address their own issues of jealousy before they'd even think about entering and I suppose in a way that's part of a, a kind of a personal growth journey, really, 
deconstruct your jealousy? What is that about? What are you making that mean about yourself? And I suppose it comes down to running the stories that we tell ourselves that we are not good enough, that we are not worthy of love. They're going to seek this because I'm not good enough. So mm. making it about us as opposed to... Yeah. And that brings, that brings you back to the wanting to be everything to one person, right? You, mm. you know that you can't deliver all of this long list of things to your to your partner so you get jealous and worried and anxious that they're going to seek this from from someone else and a question I've had um from my girlfriends a lot is well aren't you aren't you frightened he's going to leave you for someone else and my response is pretty much well a guy can leave you for someone else anyway in a monogamous relationship and if they fall in love with someone more or want them to be their primary relationship, then maybe you guys aren't meant to be together and you close that relationship and, and move on. I think whereas a lot of my girlfriends have been looking for that person to marry, settle down with, have babies, the one, I'm not looking for that. Um, I don't think there is the one person forever. You know, I don't think you can have all your needs, wants, desires met from one person forever so what does a perfect ideal relationship look like for you in the future or multiple but what does that seem look like for you um so I guess I I try not to look into the future too much I know now after living with partners in multiple um in open relationships that I it doesn't look like living with one person so I definitely don't want to live with a partner I don't want to have children. So, but I am looking to have someone or more than one person that I can just enjoy life with. So laugh, be myself, like really simple stuff, travel with, go on holidays, just spend my life doing enjoyable things with um, and having that closeness with someone. Yeah. Would you live with multiple partners then? No. No. No, no, I wouldn't even live with one. And I know he keeps saying person. Sexual mm. orientation definitely mm. overlaps here. Yeah. Do you identify as a specific sexual orientation or are you not keen on labels? I don't like labels, but I appreciate that labels help with clarifying things. And so I am bisexual. I like both men and women. I used to be, no, I don't want that label. I like all people. Um, but it's just... It's just easier these days to say, yep, bisexual. People understand that word of liking both sexes. But really, you know, if I met someone that was didn't identify as either sex or, you know, I'm, I'm open to just enjoying time with all people. And so you're, you're in a relationship now, in an open relationship with a man. Yes. Are you also then completely open to him exploring any form of sexuality whether it's with man woman whoever absolutely yeah and so would you in your head you've defined it as you would be in a relationship with a man but you would have sexual experiences and relationships with women or would you be in a relationship with a woman I would but I, I think it would be harder harder work managing a woman's emotions <laughs> yes the experiences I've already had I'm like you poor men (laughs) (laughs) 
it brings its own unique challenges. They're but... more jealous. It's because they're more jealous. Do you think that's what it is? Yeah, they are. Yeah. From 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 the women that I've been with, it's just they say I'm too jealous, couldn't, couldn't do it. Or do you think it's just that they're more open? Because I think this is also this idea that mm. men tend to fantasize more about being in an open relationship but in their head what they're really meaning is that they want to sleep with more but not necessarily with their let's say if they're heterosexual male with their female partner to go out and sleep with other people how they would really deal with that I'm not sure not so well in my experience um men definitely like the idea of an open relationship and as a bisexual woman they also like that even more because they know I'm sleeping with the room. They're like, go and sleep with as many women as you like. Come home, tell me about it. You want to come home and tell them you've slept with a man? Not so keen. I think men still, not all men, but I think men struggle to get over the social norm, which is really outdated, but, but they've grown up with is a woman is your property. Mm-hmm. You know, ownership of the woman. And so they love the idea of you sleeping with a woman because it turns them on, but not, not with a man. They don't like to think about it. And somehow in their head, it's, it's not real sex to go and have sex with a woman. Mm-hmm. It's not somehow in their head. They, they don't see it as a threat. Yeah. Which in essence, I can, I can understand it's not a direct threat from, from mm. male to male. Yeah. But I don't think there's any difference whether you sleep with a woman or whether you sleep with a man. No, sex is sex, right? Sex is sex. So when and how did you discover that open relationships was actually what you wanted? Okay, so I was 18 and hadn't really thought about anything. Just going through life, going to university, met a guy, was with him for four years. We bought a house together and I realised that Okay, wow. So then the next step is marriage. I already knew I didn't want to have children. And I just, I don't like the path this is going down. And I, I cheated and strayed right from the beginning. And then I had periods where I was like, okay, this lovely man is going to, you know, provide the home and, and all that jazz. It's really mean and really cruel to cheat on him. And I did feel guilty and that was a horrible feeling to live with. Um, and he, he never knew. And so I just, I got to the sort of breaking point where I was like, this isn't how I want to live my, my life. And I also knew at that point I wanted to explore more about being with women and knew that he, he was like, no, that's not appropriate at all. Um, and so if, if I think about it even more, I probably knew I liked women even at primary school because I used to try and play kiss chase with girls instead of guys. But growing up, you don't think there's another option. It's you, there's, you go with men and you marry men and that's that. So I never really thought about it. But at that point, I definitely knew that's something I wanted to explore. And... How how did it actually end? Did you sit down and discuss it and say open about infidelity or no? There, there was no point hurting him. I I knew that the relationship was over for me, so I just said, look, this you know isn't 
isn't for me. I, you know, I can't do it. But then how did you know from, so that, that you had this part of knowing that you were also attracted to women, but mm. did you know that you also didn't want to be in a monogamous relationship? It wasn't just about exploring with women. You actually wanted to explore multiple partners. At that point, it was more just about exploring life and I cheated with men and I wanted to explore women. I hadn't really thought about open relationships at that point. And when did that come about? When I met, well, a group of friends of mine were exploring that and going through that and we all became very close. And I was like, if I end up in a relationship again, I definitely want it to, to be open. Um, on what scale, I didn't know. But even just having closeness with your friends and having the freedom, that's all I really knew at that point. And okay, this might sound like a bit of a stupid question, but where did you meet those friends? Because it's, I haven't met people really, many people that are in open relationships. So you found this group of people. No, um, a friend of mine who I knew at university. So we knew each other for a long time. She went off and did some traveling and came back and we, I was um, still studying and we just died lots of time. So we just hung out more and with her group of friends and they were all exploring that and I got caught up in it and thought it was really lovely and we all were quite close and times changed. Then you drift apart and I'm still thinking, feel like that. And what would you say to people that would say that being in multiple relationships or in an open relationship is just about avoiding commitment? I don't think it's about avoiding commitment. I just think it's about expanding your own pleasure. And I know you said that you didn't want to have children. Mm -hmm. What's about when kids are involved in it? Yeah, complicated and... uh, hats off to anyone that can manage and deal with that I, I I don't know I can't comment on that I don't know anyone doing it I just think it adds a new dimension but also I think it could be really wonderful if everyone is secure and everyone is comfortable you you've got three or four parents trying to bring up this one kid that is loved by four parents or three parents or you know I think, I think in today's society, it's really hard, but a wonderful thing if you can do it. But if you go far enough back into civilization, when we were living in tribes and hunter gatherers, they didn't know that one person, one guy having sex with a woman created one baby. They actually believed that, okay, woman is pregnant. All the men have sex with her. So that baby can have all the attributes of all the men, all the good bits from all the men, poor, poor woman or not, whichever way you want to look at it. And, and then they lived in a community and they all brought up all of the kids and they all looked after each other and they all had sex with each other and lived together in you know, a nice community. And we need to go, in my idea, it'd be nice if we could create something like that in, in a modern civilization hard there's lots of factors yeah I think I agree with you that we've come away from a community side of things Mm. I'm not sure about 
I don't know about community in terms of intimate relationships and sexuality, but definitely in terms of community involvement in the way we live, how we live, raising mm. children, um, a support network. And yes, maybe sexuality and desire comes into that as well. Mm. And I think that the whole point is, I suppose we need to redefine it because exactly like you said, and what Esther Perel talks about is that we really weren't designed to live, well, not designed, but previously our lifespan were averaged about 30. Yeah. It's a concept. Anyone can conceive being with somebody for potentially up to 10 years, but mm. we're talking 60. Maybe we need to have a new conversation. Yeah, I think marriage is going to have to change. Well, it's already changing with same-sex marriage. Um, but the, obviously divorce rates speak for themselves. They're extremely high it's expensive it's emotional it's costly never mind the cost of getting married in the first place um I don't know what the answer is but certainly I think we're a long way off it changing but we we used to have to get married so that the that you'd know who the kids belonged to so the man would leave all his money and possessions to Obviously, before um, condoms were around, there was the whole disease element of things, syphilis. Everyone was, you know, getting that diet, passing it on. So I understand monogamy from why we used to have it from that point of view. Um, but that it needs to change somehow. But now, yeah, it needs to, to change, I think. And like you say, uh, I mean, infidelity is very high in numbers divorce rates really mm. high well and I suppose where there's my belief is that where there's repression there's going to be expression mm. and um, it's happening whether we like it or not mm. so potentially having that out in the open and discussed with boundaries in place for people's mm. emotional well-being more than emotional yeah. well-being more than anything yeah for sure I think key and so somebody like yourself, really, you are living beyond the constraints of social norms and what society mm-hmm. tells you should and shouldn't do. Have you experienced resistance or judgment openly from other people about the way you're choosing to live? Um, I wouldn't say I have come across that much resistance or negativity just people so friends and family the response generally is well I couldn't do it I think it's a bit strange I don't understand it but I'm really happy for you and do whatever makes you happy so I am interested though in terms of advice for somebody else who at this time is maybe in a monogamous relationship or they are single Mm-hmm. Um, and they are wanting to explore the idea of open relationships. Mm-hmm. But they're confused, uncertain, don't know where to go. What advice would you give them? Um, just be really honest and true to yourself about why, what you want to gain from it and your emotions. Open communication. You cannot express actually even though it can be hard and difficult get the words out take time to think about and reflect on things yourself and present any issues you have to your partner thoroughly thought out 
not just erratic emotional craziness that we all get from time to time do that in your own time by yourself (laughs) and it's fine once you work through those thoughts and just know that it's all right to feel like that and i and maybe this book the ethical slut would you say that that's a good read the ethical slut by dosi easton and janet hardy strongly recommend that and maybe start listening to esther perel's ted talks and podcasts Certainly, even in a monogamous relationship, um, I think you should listen to Esther Perel, read The Ethical Slut. Um, I think it will give you great insight into, you know, just being open in your monogamous relationship, not just about thoughts, feelings, desires. Um, Yeah, people don't talk enough, aren't open enough with each other, even if you're not sleeping with other people. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think Esther Perel has been a huge help in my relationship. And yes, it's a same-sex relationship, but it's monogamous. Um, It has given us a language, I would say, in in a way that we can communicate to understand Mm -hmm. each other's different perspective and be able to have the conversation more openly with less judgment. Mm, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I I couldn't recommend it enough. And is there anything, I know you said that not sleeping with your friends, that's one real rule for you. Is there anything else that in terms of any desire that they have or that is a no-go about what they can do in their own time, but also what they bring to you? I don't want to actually instruct any boundaries or rules of what they can and can't do outside of um, us seeing each other because it means it's not open and I wouldn't want them to put any restrictions on me either. I think if anything feels uncomfortable or you're worried or you're concerned about anything, as long as you work through that in your head, talk to your partner about it, you can work through it together and make it okay. So open communication. If you, yeah, if you want to push that boundaries, if you like in order to enjoy the open and loving and secureness of an open relationship, you've got to go through the uncomfortable, awkward bits. Yeah. And like you said, um, with labels, although I'm not a massive fan of labels and we are um, adding labels to the list all the time. I think short term, maybe it is important, like you said, to get cl- to get clarity yeah. on how we can define things and have the conversation. But maybe in the future, the ideal is not to have any. Yeah, it might make for a very confusing situation if you can't label things. Yes, but maybe maybe the ultimate goal is just that we can just be. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, that's wonderful. Okay, so just a couple of um, of closing questions. Yep. So what is something that you know to be true? I know it to be true that I want to live my life openly and honestly with everyone in it. Brilliant. And how would you define authenticity? Being true and open and honest with yourself first in order to express your true authenticity. Boom, I love that. That's brilliant. 
That's wonderful, Bianca. I just want to finish by acknowledging you for your confidence and courage to be true to yourself and to explore, to be brave and bold and determined in that quest just to create the life and the relationships that you desire. And I think that you standing proud in that gives other people permission to do the same. So thank you for that. And thank you for being on the show. Thank you for listening to Journey to Authenticity. If you found something meaningful in this episode, then head to iTunes to rate, review and subscribe. Thank you for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.